0: I don't want to make that out as a feature, just occasionally, such as the hobby hangouts and little things (laughs) here and there.
1: Listen up, Umi. This is a podcast
0: with the most ducker. This is Forge the Narrative. Hey, everybody, welcome to Forge the Narrative. My name is Paul, your host. We about all souls podcast. I'm joined by Red Powell. What up? Tanya Gates and Adam Camilleri.
1: Hey, everybody. Hello.
0: We are fresh off of the World Championships of Warhammer and Grand Narrative experience in Atlanta. It was amazing. That's the end it of It was amazing.
2: that's it that's it full stop
3: Uh, i mean yeah i mean what what else is there
1: to say it was amazing for you all i on the other hand had uh the most amazing case of fomo the entire weekend
0: Uh burning those home fires uh which you know we appreciate it but yeah watching those the some of the greatest players between the the various game systems, Age of Sigmar, Warhammer forty thousand, Kill Team, and Underworlds, play was amazing. I actually had a buddy play in the Champions event, and he was like, "Man, some of those some of those folks are on just another level."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like what separates them from other just like random players or, or people that play in RTTs? Like they had all they they showed up to the table with the deployment maps already memorized and already had a plan. Mm-hmm. They were they were deploying mm-hmm. forces. You know, there's there's no, no um. Yeah. You know, nothing random. Nothing willy nilly. Yeah. In the beginning, in the beginning I, phases of the game,
2: we even saw people like in the you know turn turn threes, turn fours, playing what we have now come to call playing to their outs. As in, you're playing with the tactical deck, and your opponent sits there for a minute or two just trying to figure out what they can do to stop your scoring by mem- by because they've got every card memorized. So like, I know what cards are left in your deck because I know what you've played. So you can have this one and this one and this one and it'll hurt me the most if you pull cool. this one so I'll plan to stop it. And then they would stop it. they rip off, you know, like investigate signals and like, aha, I can't get in the corners because I have, you know, red blocking and stuff like that. And just ridiculous levels of play. And not only that, I saw Maestro level, um, what was that? a soul like from AOS, Soul Black Gravelords, um, Luminoth Realm Lords, just the positioning, the mastery, the management of threats, um, redirecting, roadblocking, insulation. It was just incredible. And then, you know, we were hearing stories everywhere of the kill team... And the Underworlds matchups just, it was it was a sight. And not only that, I feel like this was the true melding of the two kind of, I wouldn't say ex- extremes of the gaming spectrum. We had the most narrative, immersive, event of all time, and then we had the most cutthroat, best of the best in the world, versus <laughs> each other All die. It's just a beautiful synergy that came
0: together. You say cutthroat, and you're not talking about like when it all calls stuff, just precise no, no, no. precision play, just... Uh, just people playing at the top of their game, yes. you know, leaving it all on the table and you know, making moves that the, will be, you know, sometimes call those big brain plays.
2: To the, to the opposite, to contend with that, anybody thinking that, that is the case, go back and watch the games. You will see the utter most highest tier representation of sportsmanship throughout every single one of the games that we streamed, be it, A- be it AOS or 40K. It was just incredible to see. Like takebacks, like multiple takebacks in the championship rounds of both games systems oh. that we we were calling. And the people they were just like, Yeah, sure, do it. It's fine. No, no it's fine. I'm it's glad we it. saw Whatever. it, but
0: but that's a you know, that takes a special, you know, type
2: of fortitude, I think, to but allow that to happen. I think it shows a turning of the cogs in our community. Yeah. That it, it we we have evolved. We are we are leveling up. As as, as, a, as a species of, a species of nerd. You know, I feel willing
1: to like... Say, uh, sorry yeah. to cut in, but I feel like you know that you're a champion just by getting that golden ticket. You don't That's need fair. to prove to anybody else that you've got the title because... Like you are one of the best of the best this year in Warhammer. You know what I mean? That is that
2: is true. You're in the room. You don't have anything else to
1: prove, right? Well, <laughs> got- a, a
0: little bit, you know, a little bit of a of a change, and because but I say just a little bit because I don't think the game really needs a big change, but a little bit of change about people deciding how they want to win. You know, and and using sportsmanship friendship as one of the guides, like barometers of of what is how they want to win to a higher degree at that level of play than we have seen in some years past, which is cool. We can talk more about that in a minute, but uh, Red, you actually played in the narrative with your brother, and I think your son was there
3: as well. He was. Yeah, yeah, he was there with me. He was kind of my, my co-pilot in a lot of cases he had. You know, last time I did it, I had him and his younger brother were able to make it, and uh, they each piloted a tank while we played, which was pretty fun, and then this time he had his own demon prince, and uh, man, he he... he it was just such a an awesome event. I mean, I know y'all y'all were front row seats and observing and commentating on the uh, the competitive side, but the the narrative side. I mean, just play by play, the the whole GW team and staff. This uh, I, there there have been other events that I've looked forward to in years past. This one, I was on the edge of my seat to see if I could actually make it with work or not. I know I'd been talking about it. I was trying to in previous shows if I said you know i was going to go i was i was just trying to will it like manifest it <laughs> that i was going to go just because i was actually it was uh, pretty close on if i was going to be able to make it or not and man i'm i'm so happy i was able to get there and and be able to to engage with the team the the, the event organization team and and everyone that they brought forward the cosplayers and the the Localum, column which were kind of like the the judges but, but they're, cosplay they're slash the actors story. slash npcs yeah. you know like that's it was... right oh my gosh they i mean it, they just did such a good job and uh it, my my son had a great time and and we were fortunate that that i got not only was um you know my brother able to make it in but also several of my other friends were able to attend, and and we had just such a good time going back and forth and watching the story develop and being a part of the story. And uh, you know some of the stuff that they they did. I mean, they had three different factions. These factions weren't necessarily Imperium, Chaos, and and Xenos, which it kind of was last time. This time they were more ideal based. So it wasn't so much about you know the Imperium versus the Chaos. It was more about the pact of enlightenment was, was seeking this information almost. And and then pact of annihilation was just about destroying things. And then pact of uh, resistance was trying to resist in the storyline. I mean, it's awesome because it is a canon thing. It's not just like someone's homebrewed one-off thing. It came out that we were trying to kind of fight over this, this malignant AI that was there. And, uh, how the different factions responded to it and what they were going for. And Pact of Annihilation was led by a chaos warlord who uh went from corn to uh actually ended up turning towards Vastor at the end, which was pretty cool. <laughs> Just the, the changes and adjustments because the, the cosplayers and these the NPCs, the warlords of each pact, everybody like evolves over time. They they show up, they've got armor uh, and, and the way it looks and then the I was in the pact of resistance and the resistance leader, she showed up and she was you know trying to talk about how they were going to how we were going to outplay the pact of annihilation and enlightenment. And over time, she started to change. And I, you know, many of my peers in the pact of resistance were like, uh, you know, this is kind of that she seems to be changing for not just like evolving, but clearly the direction she was going and i highly recommend everyone go look at the games workshop stuff because the pictures of it are um <laughs> it's amazing she she is up by the end of it
0: sight and everything as we're talking about
3: yeah yeah and 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 as she changed she actually by the end of it ended up becoming a demon princess of Tzinch, um which was awesome i mean again just the the evolution of the story and being a part of it and that you're you're efforts can play into it and then not only that but we played six games every game was four hours long and some of the games like my brother and i got to play together against one of our good friends that i've i've known for a long time but i've never had the opportunity to actually play it was travis yes yeah. it was travis that was awesome and i mean it was it was great and so Chris and I got to play. He he, my brother Chris. He had fifteen hundred points of Trader Guard. I had fifteen hundred points of World Eaters against three thousand points of Travis's Dark Angels, and uh, it was just such an awesome game. We're going back and forth. And another cinematic game I played against a a Eldar player, Dan. It was awesome, and and, and he got to have the Avatar, and I had Angron, and they went face to face and threw down. And it was super close. It came down to uh, Angron had three wounds left. The Avatar died. And then the Avatar blew up but only did one wound to him. And so the, like, oh. just that kind of cinematic explosion was just so amazing to to watch it go down i'm happy
2: something was exploding because our deadly demise counter was woeful oh man (laughs) so one of the
0: things we track on the stream is the deadly demise like we predict how many deadly demises are going to come up during the course of the weekend and it's been all over the place and we even had like auto
2: exploding things and
0: you know but it just got thirsty desperate is what.
2: <laughs> dry it was a barren wasteland much like one of the uh, narrative rooms so picture this was there eight rooms was there six rooms i think it
3: was six rooms uh for the narrative six, yeah 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 six different battlegrounds
2: so there was six rooms representing six different places throughout this system um there was a forest there was a kind of a, a hive there was it was all sorts i was walking through them after they got set up and uh, someone told me just go walk through and tell me what you think and i'm like yeah this is really cool all the lighting is different in each one i could assume there's going to be like different sounds and stuff possibly because i can see mic system set up but what bugged me out was that like into my third room i was like did did the room smell different surely not (laughs) and i held on to that and didn't mention it to anybody for two more days because i thought i'd sound crazy but it turns out yes they made the room smell different I was like, "Adam, you're crazy. The rooms don't smell different." And then I mentioned to somebody, "Like, yeah, we did that." I'm like, "Oh my god, like praise be!" The, me, the mechanic's room wasn't smelled gone. kind of like gas and oily type stuff. Yeah, and, yep. It was the dank, like musty, incensey room, and yeah, it was. It was. They went. It was next level. The polish on that event it was incredible.
3: So I got to say, I, one of, uh, did you all get to see the tarot cards? Yeah. Yes, we had a uh, we had
2: a tarot read the uh, the day before the event. Uh, what would you, what did you get, Paul? I did not get the tarot read. Ah, uh, guess, guess I, what I got it.
0: I happened to uh, <laughs> uh, towards the end of the event, we're cleaning up. I did acquire a set of the
2: tarot, though. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. I got oh, the yeah. fool. I got the fool. Everybody, and no one was surprised. <laughs> 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 Anticlimactic as hell. Which one man. did you like, get, yeah, Paul? Fair. I was like, yeah, fair I did enough.
0: not, I did not get a tarot. I did not draw the tarot. Uh,
3: oh, I think I, I think I
0: claimed the beast or whatever after uh, the fact. But uh, when everyone was sharing that I was just like, oh, maybe I'll just get, get the beast.
3: <laughs> yeah, so oh, I, I, I was, uh, I, I was. I mean, I drew it randomly, right? But I did get the hound, and I definitely ran with that because I was running world apt. eaters the whole time. It was, That's it was great. So apt, wow, it was awesome.
0: They're, they're really um, nice. Like they have, a, they have a silky feel to them, like a real oh, yeah. high-quality paper feel to them.
3: They, they were limited, but they were also selling them at the store uh, there at the beginning. I was able to grab some, uh, and, and it was uh, – man, I, I'm glad I got them because those things, they, they were the, the finishing touch for me in this event uh, out of everything else, and those, those tarot cards look really good. I'll, I'll take some pictures and, and put them up because they're that good. Um, I got to say,
2: I was jealous. (laughs) Um, And I know many of the competitive players were jealous as well, like playing their third, their fourth round. Uh, There was a a couple of gentlemen who had to play 10, 11, 12 rounds. And then there's the narrative people just rocking it out two games a day, cracking their knuckles, kicking back. Mm, They get get
0: their two games in a a few vignettes uh, in a a pre-game and after-game show. You know, that's basically...
2: um, so, do you, so we already told you how the, the, the leaders of the factions and their costumes changed day by day. The dedication of, of those individuals was beyond anything. I remember, um, the I think it was the guard, uh, colonel, the the the, the firstborn, oh, yeah, what was yeah. it? Um, the Valhalla, Valhalla, yeah. Um, I think her name's Lydia. Shout out, Lydia. Freaking killed it um
3: she did amazing she did amazing.
2: we were she rocked up for the second day and one of her she's put a, a blind um contact in one of her eyes and she's got blood coming down her face and she's just hanging out just chit-chatting and then the door opens she and she walks to go into the hall and she just starts like ran just just act like one of her legs are dead and she just starts stumping in just in front of everybody and starts grunting and ordering people around and she we were just chit-chatting like normal then bang character time let's go <laughs> I was just yeah. I was like, "Holy oh, wow! This thing is is beyond anything. This is just next level." And then the, the outfits of the Inquisitor, um, his oratory—I don't know the gentleman's name—but his oratory, like um, to his faction, was just. Oh Superbly yeah. totally given.
3: So that's Fred, stuff. Fred and L of Fred and L Designs highly recommend people check out their stuff. They make some amazing cosplay stuff and Fred and, and Ellen, they oh my goodness. Like they, they are, they're acting. I mean again, really enjoyable, really set the tone for everything else. That was so cool.
0: And then seeing everybody's everybody involved, everybody having a great time, all the players having a good time. A lot of the players were actually in costume too. I mean like yes. not all of oh, them. Yeah. But a big chunk.
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah. I uh I had my outfit as it was kinda like a, a renegade uh um chaos Knight pilot. But uh, it, Gabriel ended up wearing that most of the time, so it was pretty pretty fun for him too.
0: If you were watching, I wish we had had more narrative coverage. But if you're if you're watching the stream, you heard uh, Adam and I, you know, work our way through a couple of Sigmar games with the help of the absolutely wonderfully talented Eddie Eccles.
2: Kept his honest, mate. That's... <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, look. So I actually studied a bunch. of... Of the Age of Sigmar factions, and oh, that's so good! And we had one of them on the stream.
2: <laughs> <laughs> see, I see. I studied the rule book and it was it was what was phenomenal about it was it enabled me to call the plays, but I didn't know any the I didn't know many of the names of the units, so I'd be I'd be like, okay, so he's doing this awesome maneuver where he's going to curve around the back and use the charge move to go and try and contest this terrain piece. Uh, sorry, uh, this objective, but he's got to get through the, uh, And I'm tapping the screen, looking at Eddie, like.
0: Yeah. Oh, Gooseneck's got to get near Pointy Boy here to, uh...
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. St- Stab- Stabby Lad's going to go into Beauty Face. So.
0: <laughs> well, w- when I play Sigmar, it's just limited to the number of factions that I interact with. And though they're not the high level, they're not the what I would consider to be the most competitive factions. I have to go a bunch of research. And turns out we didn't even see the ones uh, that I was familiar with either. So, you know. Womp, womp. Yeah. But that's, look, that's a, that's a uh, testament, I think, to the players that came to this because, you know, you either got to be the meta or beat the meta. And a lot of them came to beat the meta because they knew they were the meta in their home
2: countries. Well, we saw um, quite a big upset in a lot of ways. Hashtag Bellwall, by the way. Uh, we saw quite a lot of upset. Making it happen. Um, especially, especially on the Age of Sigma side of things. I, I, from what Eddie was saying, um, Luminath and Lords were not considered one of the top armies, let alone the configuration and the list that the gentleman took. He's not on, on my some... list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Teklis. Everyone's like, ah, Techless is over the hill old man tickles with his finger on the button no one respected and then uh he absolutely carried the day no one no one likes him still there it's
1: it's really interesting to me hearing all of this as somebody who considers themselves like like a casual age of sigmar player because from what i experience in my local meta you can't really judge anything based off Mm. of the meta watch at all I don't know what it is about Sigmar, but I really do think that player skill comes into effect way more in Age of Sigmar than your list build.
0: That seemed Um, that way. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's really common to find off-meta things winning at tournaments, and then when you dive deep into it, you're like, oh, it's because it's a faction specialist, or oh, it's Mm. because it's this really accomplished player who... You know, just really knows the game inside and out and can outplay almost anybody. Um, So, yeah, I'm not shocked at all by what you're telling me right now.
2: Well, that's exactly spot on from the the narrative that we have um, post-event. It was mind-boggling to see um, the minutiae of the movement phase. Like, AOS, to me, seems like it is 80% execution of the movement and, ch- movement and charge phase mm-hmm. and manage- management of engagement range and management of uh, threat range. And I was just dumbfounded by the execution and expertise by so many players. Um, especially some of, the, some it was, of it is yeah, the really good.
0: The reactions and stuff, too, like the redeploys, you know, some, some things that you don't yeah. necessarily yeah. get uh, just with every faction in Warhammer uh, 40,000. And also, the you know, like the the things you use your command points on, this basically the stratagems mm-hmm. over there. You know, like when you use those, how you deploy them, what order in which you do things, it matters a whole lot.
1: It matters a whole lot. And you, in general, all have access to the same ones. So you're not going to necessarily be able to pull out a... A stratagem that is, you know, underused or maybe people haven't Mm. seen. Everybody's seen these. Everybody kind of knows what they do. But you just you have to have mastery over them in order to Mm. really reach the next level.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great observation and completely agree. And yeah, you know, it's just these, these folks did it and they did it. They brought lists that I think they all basically brought it off meta list, except a guy that uh, goes by Big Phil who brought, you know, a very tight, very well-known mm. uh, glimpse by gets
2: list. Well, we had, we had, um, I, 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 we had, you may two, have invented it for all we know. So <laughs> but we had two huge name players, one in, in Age of Sigma and one in Warhammer 40 K both show that um, also uh, we had a, you know, a very well-known player, in 40k dropped due to illness and from what i can tell phil was quite unwell in the game that he lost in that that day and i felt like you know he didn't perform at his best because of it so i mean with these events that are over three days with uh, you know enormous amounts of rounds stamina and just having a list that you know you can execute you know when you're at 50 percent maybe you've been out partying or you you just haven't had that much sleep or you've just played a phenomenal amount of whatever game system you play. Yeah, uh, I really think it holds weight. Or you're jet lagging, and you have to stream for fourteen hours the next day. That's a, a thing. I'm still, jet lagged. I know. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> jet lagged. It's a week later. I'm still. I'm still I think. Up.
0: Well, I think there right. is actually something that there's like a rule, and I don't know how hard it is because I haven't. I've only done this kind of thing once, but it's like your your jet lag for the number of days for every hour that you cross. So you know, you're never returning. Yeah. So
2: I I should be just going home in time to be wrecked when I get home. <laughs> <Success>. Awesome. <laughs> It's great yeah. news. Great news.
0: I, I've got to. I've got to kind of beam for a second here, is that I finally like unlocked you know something special, something I've always wanted to do, and that was host a preview on GW's Twitch. And what a preview! It there was some cool stuff in there, uh, Night Lords, the Flesh Eater oh, Courts, you know, the, the like crazy stuff. But I was very nervous through the first half. Really.
1: Of <laughs> You did not show it.
0: Oh, well, thank you cuz I felt incredibly wooden and nervous like for the first 15-20 minutes and then I started to kind of ease up.
1: Wow, a bit. I'm really fascinated by that. Why were you so so nervous?
0: Uh, you just you'd never well, one, you're sitting next to Eddie who's a pro. You know like at this right. like <laughs> and he also knows everything there is to know about whatever. <laughs> so he can kind of riff on some of the more, uh, like uh, you know, esoteric stuff, and and just bring it out there and put on a very well-rounded, you know, discussion upon something that you know is fairly really new, relatively new. And I had not seen those things before that afternoon, uh, so I'd not fully formed my thoughts yet. And uh, so basically, just try to keep everything on track and uh, not seem too awkward.
1: Uh, you didn't seem awkward at all. <laughs> I would never have guessed that you even gave it a second thought
0: oh well th- thank you but it was you know it was terrifying there for, for the first few minutes <laughs> and i just hope hope they ask me back at some time in the future
1: <laughs> i really i actually really enjoyed um really enjoyed the preview normally i find them kind of um i don't know, kind of tough to get through i don't know if it's just because i have a short attention span and it usually starts off with a bunch of stuff that i <laughs> I don't really find that interesting. Um, but I watched the whole thing with you guys, and I, I was engaged the entire time. And I think the fact that maybe you weren't as familiar with it, I think maybe that added to the excitement a little bit. Oh, thanks.
0: Yeah. Uh, you get kind of reacquainted with the fact that there's a the, the chat community sometimes has a sense of immediacy. And uh, they just want you to quickly show the, the thing that matters to them and then stop. That's all they I mean, care about is what matters I, to them.
1: I can relate. I just want to see the stuff that I care about. <laughs>
0: no, I, I don't, I don't blame you, right? It's you know, especially when you, you think you something's coming or whatever. But you right. know, those are meant of a meant to be kind of a scattershot thing to, to yeah, across yeah. game systems. And the chat lets you know. They let you know.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> you read, you read the chat during that. That's
0: you know, it goes by fast. But you, yeah, because you <laughs> I like to interact with the chat. A while? Anybody yeah. who's taking time out of their day to to watch something, you know, that, that we're doing, I want to try to interact.
1: But, mm-hmm.
0: You know, a lot of people watching that, so it was it was cool. But gosh, how, man, how many
1: people were watching though?
0: At the time, I think it got up to like thirty thousand.
1: <laughs> wow! Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> Ten p.m. on a, on a Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> somebody noticed the shirt, and I was happy that I saw that one comment. <laughs>
2: worth it it's Just right worth it.
0: worth it thank you thank you if you happen to be listening to this show as well thanks for pointing it out Oh, uh, but that um the flesh heater court basically the the summer king is a
3: glorious model oh my gosh yeah that's gonna be a good one it's cool to see a new mortark be released like
0: that it's pretty exciting i understand it is massive like that's like on a 100 millimeter base or something
2: and yeah the, i understand it's like a redemptive dreadnought size that's yeah that's
1: crazy. I feel like yeah. my Mortark needs to get a glow up, but she's a relatively new model. So, because she's not on that big of a base, uh, Lady Olander, but she is absolutely stunning.
2: Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. And I love that they're like, they're. I mean, it's taken them a couple of years, but they're going through all the all the little sub factions and just fleshing them out. Hey, flesh it of gods! Oh, I
1: didn't
2: even line that up, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> blomp, blomp. <laughs> but they're really fleshing them out, giving them their own, I- own identities. I've always I've always adored the flesh of cult narrative ever since they re- they rewrote. I think it was the second edition where they're, they're just like <laughs> just deluded uh it just, they, they think they're they think they're noblemen they, and and women yeah and they think they're they're um they're all grandeur and they're like renaissance french <laughs> they're they're just, falling like, apart just really awful yeah it's fantastic uh
0: let's take a quick break and then we will come back and talk some more stuff see you on a minute ftn is brought to you by discount games inc please visit them at www.discountgamesinc.com And don't forget to ask Jay about ways to save even more
3: on your hobby projects.
0: Hey everybody, we are back. Thank you for checking out our sponsors and our Patreon. If that is something that is right for you, uh, please go over there and check it out. I actually did a hobby hangout a couple of weeks ago. I was uh, basing some incursors. That's what I did for about an hour, hour and a half in our Discord that you get access to if you're any tier of the Patreon. And, uh, you know, it's got a good community there. And we occasionally post some stuff there that doesn't make it out to the main feed. But it, I don't want to make that out as a feature, just occasionally, such as the hobby hangouts and little things <laughs> here and there.
1: Uh, so I I kind of manage our Facebook page now, and a lot of people ask to see pictures of my painted stuff, and I'm really awful at <laughs> at posting them. But I have been trying to post them in the Discord just because it's a little easier for me than than doing the Facebook page. So if you are interested in <laughs> seeing my painted stuff, you can see it in the Discord because I'm it. lazy. It looks so
0: good. It looks so good. <laughs> uh next maybe next week or the week after we're gonna have a segment a, seg- a vendor segment with our sponsor discount games uh to go over some you know stuff's going on with the store and uh, basically to say what's up so we haven't checked in with them in a while and they've been a long time supporter of the show so again mm-hmm. that's one that's one way that you can support the show there's no bad ways give us a thumbs up a like or whatever like hassle-free there's plenty of hassle-free ways or something that you would do anyway uh to like the show five-star reviews being a great way patreon buy a t-shirt or whatever. Um, did you your, guys? Did you
2: guys? Did you guys see what the first place prize was for 40k? Oh
3: yeah.
2: Did Did anybody quite comprehend how special that was at the time?
3: Yeah, it's huge.
0: It's hard. So oh. when you see the l- lieutenant, is it? It's Lieutenant Titus uh, yep. from from Weta Workshop, yep. the co co uh, elaboration between Weta and Games Workshop. And when you see the pictures online, it's hard to. Imagine the scale that it actually is. It is, I don't know, four feet tall or something. You see it in person; yeah.
3: it's
2: crazy, mental. How how big and elaborate that was. And the first one, so not the prototype, not the the, the one I used for the mold or whatever, but the first one off off the off the line was the first place prize. And I got to say, I it was I was floored by the quality, the craftsmanship, the paint execution. I just. Pfft, wowed beyond belief and to have that as a first place prize like (laughs) it's it's firstly it's a work of art. it's if if you want to buy one i think it was was it 1400
0: bucks i think 13 1400 bucks
2: yeah to just to buy because you could you could buy them at 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 the store also shout out to the store um they they they. i I was looking for a bunch of stuff bunch of odds and ends and little bits and pieces and i didn't have it on the shelf so i just asked one of the lovely lovely gents and they said we got you and they just walked out the back Clambered around, hear some scratching, hear a bunch, you know, hear a rivet gun. You know, it was really eye-opening. Come back out and he's like, here, here, here. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I bought a Fulgroom, um, the new Fulgrim model for a mate, which oh, uh, was, yes. was awesome to just walk up and just buy Forge Weld. Of, that's not a thing you can do in Australia. You, you just you have to make a pilgrimage it, to the Mecca to, the world, to buy a Forge Weld. It feels like a Mastodon just sitting right there in a box. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but you already have a Mastodon but you don't have two yeah yeah
0: <laughs> you need 130k and 140k i think it's actually just in 30
2: that's right now. it's only 30k now i believe yeah. but uh, <laughs> it was just like it was jaw-dropping just walk past these these models so uh, in australia um uh, a, a mastodon is i could probably buy a car would be a good car but it would be a car we have an engine it would go forwards at least forwards and <laughs> or i could buy a mastodon and it's just sitting there like this is nice this feels good I'm
0: glad you got to experience that. <laughs> I'm also glad you got yeah, to experience it, the cool helpfulness. Like, the, the folks who work in the store are always incredibly nice and are, are happy they were, to go they and comb were, the back.
2: They were next level. Next level amazing. Did you grab any
0: uh, objective markers?
2: I have resisted the objective markers for now. Those things sell out. I, have, I have, Well, I think they were. I didn't think I had any Dark Angels ones. And I have 97 sets of objective yeah, markers. Yeah, no, sure. <laughs> so... <laughs> Not today. Bigger fish to fry. I really have so much uh, room in my carry-on. So this is what I did. So everyone, if if you watched, you saw I I bought some suits and stuff with me. I gave those to Paul (laughs) to hang on to so I could fill my bags with images. I'm local, so basically hollowed out his bag. Yeah, he is. He's he's doing me a favor. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Happy to Um, do it. Did I see that Dan Osborne was painting up some uh, some trophies as well for this weekend?
3: I mean, probably like the The narrative. I believe he did. Yeah, there's
1: four, I think. Right? Yeah, Uh,
3: Yeah. there were nine. nine Wow! It was it was.
1: Yeah, I had seen pictures of them, and they were so beautiful. And I don't know if anybody knows, but Dan is a very accomplished painter and specializes in Titans. Um, so these were absolutely stunning in the photos. I was wondering if anybody got the chance to see them in person.
3: I sure did. I sat next to the guy who got the uh, best painted and those were amazing looking uh, model, uh, amazing looking trophies.
1: What color was his?
3: Uh, so that, yeah, they were all of them different. And that one had like a, a gold kind of patina to it. it. It looked really good. Ooh. Yeah, it was good. Dan's an incredibly nice guy as well. He was one of the fox. We'll call him, which is pretty cool because I oh, think he was a drakari uh,
0: or something. Was he? He
3: was. He was some kind El- of elf. <laughs> some kind of elf. Some kind of Yeah, we, we, don't, <laughs> we don't take notice of them then. They're...
1: Red's favorite after orcs, Ruff, right?
3: Riff raff. <laughs> I mean, it, it. Well, to like. You know, I'm not gonna assume what if he's a you know craft world Aotari or or. You know, but they they had a breakdown for it. It was pretty cool, and, and honestly, I had no clue it was him until they introduced it because he was underneath a shroud almost the entire time.
0: He had little know, daggers. Also, yeah, he had little daggers and stuff. Like he it was it was pretty
1: it
3: was really yeah. cool.
0: Like they they went all out. They really did. But it,
3: it was kind of like a jester deal, and so again, it was really tough to, to tell if that was who it was.
1: That's how you can tell it's a good costume, right? Yeah. If you don't know who's in it.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just
0: and all the attention to detail they had was, was really cool. It was it would hard to have been hard to have imagined it being better than last year, but it was.
3: Oh yeah. yeah. No, They're I mean emerging. like last year was so good. And then I, I said that to, to several of the the staff members when I had the opportunity that it was nothing to say that last year wasn't good, right? It wasn't anything to take away from that, but this year they just, they were able to do better and they, they really, they took a lot of feedback and took it to the next point. And then they, uh, they really stepped it up. It was I am excited to see next year.
0: Yeah, nice. Uh on the competitive side of Warhammer 40,000, hey, uh Chaos Space Marines are pretty good.
3: <laughs> Turns out
2: Chaos Space Marines are pretty good. Well, so here's here's the thing though. We all, we all know that uh uh what do you say what, what it was one of the giveaway prizes. The meta is a living breathing thing. <laughs> oh, so no, we actually
0: we got to give away some Steam keys for the Realms of Ruin game over the course of the live stream. That was really neat. Oh, it's the first cool. time we've really done that before. And we asked some trivia questions for things that had happened over the course of the games that had been played on the stream. And then we asked some trivia questions that were like things that we have said on past streams. Mm. And it was really cool that people answered the past stream stuff. I, I, that, that really so meant a lot to me.
2: what happened was Eldari has been identified as strongest faction in, in the game for, well, since the release of the new edition. That has not changed. What has changed is we've gotten to a culmination of the target being big enough on their back that enough people at this level were able to hunt them to extinction. Finally, we have been eradicated of the Eldari menace. But um, turns out that if enough people, uh, especially Chaos Space Ring players, um, are tuning their lists to defeat Eldari, and then everybody else, huge for of people bringing things to just not lose to Eldari. Um chaos space Marines take over. Absolutely take over. They were um there were three of the top four. We had one um ultramarines and then three um chaos space Marines. Two of them very similar, and one of them, the one that won, was um very much more of a, a horde or you know wound overwhelm uh, take on the faction. And it carried the day. It, it did it did exceptionally well. It played fixed objectives, um it, as far as I can tell, every game, a combination of
0: uh, every game we saw
2: cleanse. Every game we saw, were was three of them, um, <laughs> cleanse and deploy teleport homers. I think deploy teleport homers needs a tweak. I think I think it's, it should give you two points for the middle of the table rather than three, because um, it is very easy to do for some armies. But um, apart from that, like it was just pretty fair 40k. I have a lot of bodies. I'm going to use them very well, and it's it, you have to work really hard to stop me. Um, and some some fa- some armies did like so. The, the gentleman who won ha- did take a loss. Uh, it was. <laughs> One of the greatest... Let, let me just describe this for you. So, set the stage. It's the bottom of turn five. The Ultra Marines player is down by a over 20 points. Of course, they're going to get the 15 at the bottom of turn. I can't remember what the mission was, but 15 at the bottom of turn, going to close the gap considerably. They need to rip two objectives off the top of their deck that will close the gap and enable them to win. The only way they were able to, able to win was to, they had to kill two Rhinos to get seven on Bring It Down because they pulled that card. And to do that, they had to clear two units of a curse cultist, max units of a curse cultist, undamaged. They had to make an 11 inch charge. They rolled a 12, just a flex. And then, with a unit that was not specifically, not very well tooled to kill, like had, had nothing that was going to wound a rhino on a four, let alone a three or a two, had to kill a do seven wounds to a rhino. And they did. It will go down in history as one of the greatest feats of mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> And probability, yeah. But that was not to win the game. That was to draw the game. Yeah. That was to go 83 I, you, if you ever watch, if you watch the, the watchback, I lose my mind. I, grab, I grab, <laughs> I grab uh, Eddie on one shoulder, Paul on the other, lean back and try not to swear. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah. what I said. That was So it was, it was a moment in time. Um, and I hope that anybody. Yeah, it's absolutely epic.
1: There was two 12-inch charges back to back. Was there Yeah, that? the, the
2: second the, the second one was a chair. Yeah, he, he rolled a number 12. <laughs> <laughs> he needed like he needed like a 5 on that one. He's like, oh, 12. He just thumbs his nose
1: at probability.
2: Yeah. Uh, the hand of destiny is is you know so, and that was to just create a third game in the in the finals and it was just it was mind-blowing exceptional and we had a crowd to watch and I I, I couldn't have asked for anything more to to build such a dramatic Finish.
0: The tiebreaker there at that event was you Instead of like anything like rolling off or rock, paper, scissors, you played a sixth round where all you can score is the primary, there are no secondaries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so and, it was
2: at that, if, if you remember, right? If he had um, the chaos special player had like one one or two units left, yeah, then they were out of position. And then the the space ring player was pretty strong on three objectives, so they, they didn't even play the sixth round, but they, they're just like, Yeah, there's no way I get more than a 10 and you're, you're, you're then the space player was always going to get a 15. So, yep, carried, hey, so finding the slimmest player possible mathematical line to engineer a, a draw, not even a win. And, and,
0: and then executing on it. I mean, that was amazing. And that was, execute, uh,
2: yeah.
0: and that was, just, that was Space Marines. Yeah, I mean, that's what, uh, that Space Marine list had Marnius Calgar with a unit of aggressors mm-hmm. and a apothecary biologist who, uh, no band-aids on that guy, just all... <laughs> Lethal hit abilities to the units he, he joins, uh, and then a bunch of Inceptors, two units of Plasma Inceptors, one unit of Bolter Inceptors, and that is like basically the bulk of the force.
2: Yeah, the rest of it was just scouts, accountants, assassins, and bits and pieces. But but, but, very, but good very, utilities very, things. Vanguard... Yeah. Yes, uh, utility units it was a vanguard spearhead and it was just was so immensely flexible we we I think did we, did we stream that um stream that army four times or five we streamed that, stream that army a lot and uh every single game it was behind on Turn three, and then up on turn five. It was quite spectacular to see it executed.
0: Uh, Chaos Space Marines had uh, basically three units of a cursed cultist with a demagogue leading each of them, and the and the units come with that. So just big, big, fat units of that uh mm. a several legionaries like squads of legionaries yep and then several chosen uh, then squads. i had
2: three into chosen yes small three rhinos th- and yeah only but each one of them had a chaos lord and then um one fortune yeah the chaos lords all had
0: demon hammers they got lots of cool things that they can do like one-time things they can do mm. bump it up damage three and that kind of stuff and they were basically the the cultists sorry not the cultists the chosen would just burst out of the middle of the army.
2: Well, the, yeah, the whole concept is you get you, you try and come out because you have to contend with the the sheer amount of OC objective control that this army puts on objectives, and then as soon as you do, it responds with Chosen and it, it chops you up. And yep. um, Chosen was shown to be the unit of the event, essentially. With I mean, I, there was twenty Chaos players, Chaos uh, Space Marine players in attendance out of hundred, and just shy of one hundred and eighty. And, uh, yeah, every single chosen in the eye of terror was present at the event.
0: Yeah, most of them had, you know, at least one unit of max and a couple of fives. Some went all fives. I, I don't know how many people yeah. we went all 30. a straight 30. but
2: You'd be tempted, wouldn't you? But it is a lot of points. at that.
0: Yeah, well, but, I mean, you know, great work by all the players. Congratulations to the winners. It was a pleasure to call the games with you, Adam. Loved it. We got the opportunity to do that sitting by
2: side by side. It was it was beautiful to get the team back together. It's been a while between drinks. I think last time we streamed together was at the Nopen in twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, face to face. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we, no that, that was
0: virtual. So we did the. That was
2: virtual. Uh, I guess we did a a full. Well, we did Tampa. That was virtual as well. So yeah. the, the the last time you and I sat next to each other and the streamed them was the, sorry the nopin was twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um, was. The, the 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 bootleg lvo 2020 stream
0: yep we that was the last the, uh,
2: time we sat next to each other
0: the punk stream <laughs> we were uh, so we while they were running the main stream in the main hall we did a side stream <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it works uh, i'm still
2: su- i still surprised they let us do that <laughs>
0: well i mean they you know so they they, they had their thing we had More. our thing
2: So, so. More is better. More, more is. coverage, more better. It absolutely that's, is. That's I mean, the, we, we were focusing the on the
0: event and the players and, and showing their, uh, the the world class nature of the event, and uh, you know people did find us, which was cool. And now we're
2: and to to that end, I was really impressed to see. Well, French war games uh, was that. Um, world championships, along with the, I can't remember if it's the Eye Forest or the Talon of Horus. It um, is yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, just, just being able to have three, well, we had six games being streamed at all times. Yeah. The French War Games were doing a 40K table and an Age of Sigma table, same as us. And then the Spanish guys were doing a Kill Team table and a 40K table.
0: They and I just setup. thought... They did an amazing job uh, on both sides. Like, just so cool to see.
2: Amazing. Yeah. That was
0: yeah, it's hard kind of hard to to say but you know we crowned the first world champion the country of Warhammer and people got to take the crowns in their various game systems and you know this is the first of its kind hopefully that means there'll be more and those tournaments were like how you determine who got to come and get the invites was people winning some independent events from around the globe to in collaboration with games workshop to win a mm. ticket
2: to come to this thing it was spectacular and we got so many so many levels of stories out of this one of the ones that i was really proud of and tanya I might echo with you uh, Canada in the 40k realm in round one just got annihilated. <laughs> it's like three or four wins, uh, nineteen losses, or something like that. I know it was nineteen losses. The Canadian, the Canadian representatives in the 40k had nineteen losses in round one, and everyone was just like, "Yikes!" And then the rest of the, the for the rest of the event, they rallied like champions. And ended up coming in the top five. Really, really, really did. They did exceptionally well. Uh, (laughs) I was just like, they
0: all just go. Before anybody says anything, they weren't playing down. Remember, every single person playing here is a champion. There's no such thing. There's
2: no such thing as playing down at
1: this event. Um, I also find it really interesting because Canada just did so well in the underworlds. Yes, and I'm sitting there going, like nobody around me even plays this game. Where is this game being played that is creating such amazing players? Mm. Uh, well, like, I'm
2: the same about I'm the same about kill team. An Australian kill team player won the kill team world championships, and I'm like, who? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, Where are they and playing now? this? But this is the thing now. This event has spawned narratives and interest for all of these communities. And now I want to go home and find the Kill Team players and get to know them. And I want to support them in what they do and all these things. And hopefully that is mirrored by dozens and hundreds and thousands of other people across the world. who want to all just be like, oh, wow, we have communities. We have, uh, you know, ass kickers. We have sportsmen, you know, and women beyond compare. We have so much to get behind. And hopefully this is just a bit of an oomph spark. And I... Can't wait to see what the next twelve months bring.
0: Same, I mean, like this is meeting players, walking through the hallways, and and just hearing accents from around the world. That was kind of cool.
2: There was a time where Chile and Mexico were in the top five, and I was just like, that is in- mind blowing. Just mind they, they they didn't they didn't even have each nation didn't even have five representatives across the across all events. Only they had less than five. But those ones they sent killers, absolutely. Killers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well keep it on your, your calendars if it's something you think you can come in either play on the competitive side by looking out for qualifier events or for the grand narrative which you're going to sign up for the next time this thing comes about you have to assume that there will be a next time we don't have any information or even know that if that is the case but you know this is the the third finale and the second grand narrative I think that's right that's correct yeah, yeah that's correct. it is
3: the second second narrative for sure
0: yeah so you know maybe there'll be more, and it was it's totally worth it, and you get to come to Atlanta and you get to hang out in the world class section. Took uh took some folks to the vortex. Uh, what'd you think of that? Yeah, out? we
2: did. <laughs> uh yeah they they didn't want to let me in. I didn't have ID. Turns didn't, out. Didn't believe I was
0: After 10 o'clock boy. it's 21 and up, which
2: I didn't know either by the way. I did not know that. I would have mentioned. Something. I mean if I don't look 21, <laughs> uh, what what about I? I got grades. I got. <laughs> <laughs>
1: can confirm adam does look 20 over 21
0: those folks in uh, the door were just doing their job thankfully i know we eventually i actually got in and it's a really it, nice it was, burger it was
2: funny though it it's was not, fantastic
0: it's not it's not my it's not the best burger
2: but it is a really good one and it was a, a cool well, spot i got a cubano and it was delicious oh nice and there. i i'm just putting it out there fried plantains at all oh. times i will eat i will eat that food at all times give me a bucket i yeah, I will make myself sick. They are so delicious.
1: Yeah, like they're a 10 out of 10. So no matter what the nutrition information says, they are zero calories.
2: Never heard of never heard of nutrition information on plant, fried plantains. No. They're,
1: good, they're... don't look it up. You will be horrified. Everything yeah, involved I, in that I, production
0: I, yeah. grows from the earth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that
0: can be bad way. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good times. Uh, that's our show this week it's a it's a little bit shorter than normal but it's a it's thanksgiving week here in the u.s and i hope everyone if you are if you do celebrate are having a, a great time uh don't forget to hit us up on the social medias uh, twitter instagram facebook page uh, discord um could probably even send messages to Patreon if there's anything you know that interests you. Let us know uh, what you're playing. If you got any hobby projects you get you doing over the next month or so, let us know what the next big tournament you're going to. Next big tournament might be like LVO, next like, super. Yes,
2: it's creeping up.
0: Yeah, uh, but we're going to continue to re- release shows uh, through the season and we'll be back next week. See y'all, everybody. See ya.
1: Bye, everybody. Good night. what they said, but I already subscribed. You better do it too.